0: quite a while ago that I had this podcast about how the friends on the left that we all have never seem to inquire about why you believe what you believe. And it's always frustrating, right? It's, I mean, I, I think that's the essence of it because they have, they develop such a cartoonish image of, of who you are and what you believe. So, you know, what I, what I said is I said this on a, on a tweet, something to the effect of, um, uh, the left uh, never asks you what you believe. They tell you what you believe, right? And it's true. And, and the, the, the vitriol, the attack I got from the left on that, just on that issue altogether, uh, was hysterical. And then, of course, they never did ask anything about why we believe what we believe, so they never asked you about that? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so let, 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 me, uh, let me introduce uh, again. Uh, we, we've had him before, Devin Goodman. He's a commentator and a very good one at that. Um, he's going to be co-hosting with me today, and I'm so excited to have him on board because he came up with this great idea that I want to explore in a moment, um, So and I want him to develop that as much as he likes. But wow, it's, um, they, they just don't ask you, do they? They... they um, I mean, for example, I'll give a couple of examples. Uh, Let's say on abortion or, you know, the conservative position on abortion. You would expect the lefty to say, I don't get it. You know, a woman has a right to choose. And, you know, you just you you don't care about uh, the mother, do you? You know, you you just want her to die, don't you? (laughs) That's one thing that that I've actually heard say. And then likewise on, uh, let's say, gay marriage. Right. You hate gays. That's why. They, they they decided the reason why we were against uh, gay marriage. Now, of course, it's not, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, but the reason why we were somewhat concerned about the gay marriage thing uh, was because of, of the slope that it would lead to. And, and, and we said, you know, anyone would be would be able to marry anybody and it would open the door to something like transgender rights. And it would be, all be crazy. And they would say things uh, that like demand that we change our pronouns and our language altogether. Of course, those things never happened. Oh wait, they did. <laughs> right, <laughs> but you get the idea. So, uh, but but they they want to decide in their own heads as to what we believe. We believe crazy things, and so it, ma- it must make them so happy, Devin, to have them uh, to, to to believe about us these. Bizarre, cartoonish things that we're all yokels with our thumbs in our armpits. We, you know, with a, a tweed, you know, through our mouth and, and a straw hat. Um, and we just don't, we just don't have any nuance in life. We're just not intellectual either, but they are so smart. So very smart, but they, they they're so smart that they don't even ask you why you believe what you believe because right. they know they tell you what you believe. Um, anyway. So give me some, uh, you know, examples uh, in, in that way, if you can if it comes to mind, uh, some experiences that you've had. I
1: think you're absolutely right with that because they don't need to ask you why you believe what you believe because they know you're evil <laughs> or you're bad. Yeah. Like, of course, why would I need to know this? I've already know it, why waste time? And I think the abortion debate is a perfect one. Like, they know that all women will die and abortion will be e- like illegal all through the country if Roe v. Wade gets overturned. Yeah. Now we'll say, that might not be exactly true, but they already know it. Like, badness is going to happen and
0: evil is going to exist because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and likewise, when we, we, don't, we don't want high taxes, well, that's because we want no social services for anybody and we want the poor to remain poor. Uh, likewise with welfare, of course. Uh, and it, it just might, it, it must make them feel so good about themselves, right? Because they want only goodness and they are so very tolerant um, affirmative action is another good example right where affirmative action I find to be actually a racist program uh, it's very destructive it, it does not cure the the uh, inequities that they claim to exist um, that there that the thing that would cure it is something far different which is fatherlessness and God the presence of God that would be nice uh, and getting rid of all these handout programs including welfare and affirmative action but uh, anyway it, it is fascinating to me how they do not want to hear what you have to say
1: it, and it's one of those things too where it's with a firm of action or with when they meet a encounter a minority they know exactly how he thinks but for some reason, they're the ones who are not racist. It's our side's racist, even though they know the simple idea that every single black person or Hispanic is going to have, no matter what. So there's no reason to even ask them, "Hey, do you want to be have affirmative action for you or not? What do you think of it?"
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great point, point. and also voting rights, for example. I mean, I, I forget who was it, um, uh, Avi uh, Ami Horowitz. Okay. Yeah, he, he is great. He did he did this video. And this is during the heyday of um, the voting rights uh, issues and that uh, we should have um, no ID required because, you know, it's just too darn difficult for black people and minorities, which they really mean black people, uh, to get ID. So he just he goes into um, a predominantly white neighborhood in Manhattan. I think it might have been even Columbia University where there are a lot of white kids. And so he asks them the question, you know, um, what do you think about voter ID? The, uh, oh, it's racist. Why is it racist? Because, you know, a lot of people just are, you know, uh, especially in the black community, they, they just have difficulty getting, the, getting those uh, IDs. Uh-huh. And he just was listening and, and picking up what they were saying. And then, uh, and they said other, you know, I think blatantly racist things about blacks being unable to get an ID. And then he goes into a black neighborhood uh, nearby and he asks various black people about. Uh, can I ask you a question? Um, do you vote? Do you like to vote? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, and uh, do, you, um, do you do you have any trouble getting an ID? No. Do you know where I would get an ID? Where you would get an ID? Yeah, there's a DMV right down there. I can get it from many different places. Yeah. Well, what do you think to, about some people that think that it's just too difficult for black people to get IDs? And he says, well, that would that would piss me off. I, I, you know. And and he's right, of course. Anyway, the point is. Nobody thinks to even ask uh, a black person. I mean, they, they make this bald statement that it's somehow difficult for black people to get. And they, they don't have a single person that says, you know, I, I wanted to vote, but it was just too darn difficult to get an ID. Not one person. And they, they pretend as if it's, it's a problem affecting all of this great land of ours. Fascinating. All right, let, let me let me move on to this next point. And then I do want to talk about what happened recently in the, uh, the leak of the abortion decision from the Supreme Court. It's fascinating in all its permutations what it means. Uh, and I have a different take on it than you might expect. Um, as you know, I don't just echo a lot of what the other conservative pundits say. I have a different twist on most things. Uh, and that 's I think the reason why people listen to it yeah. uh, this show. by the way, folks, uh, do check out our book atheism destroys atheism destroys it 's doing very well. Uh, I would love love if each of you could please leave uh, a review um, and you know, hopefully a positive review that would be nice uh, five stars would be great but but more important than that, an honest review really um, I, I would appreciate it but if you, if you give a review um, and certainly if you give a negative review. Uh, you know, please do me the favor and actually read it, because there are a couple of negative reviews on that uh, thing. It, it doesn't bruise my ego at all, but I could tell that they didn't read it. They, they saw the title and they decided, you know, to write, you know, something like nonsense or this is crap, you know, which of course they haven't read, right? So, that, and this is kind of like the issue that we're talking about: how they don't actually want to hear your ideas, and they certainly don't want to read a three hundred page book which is an easy read, but they're not about to read a book that that flies in the face of everything they believe and might actually challenge their beliefs. Okay. So check out Atheism Destroys. We have an audible version of it now. It's awesome. Uh, It's me actually doing the reading. So, Okay. So Devin came up with this uh, notion. I I think he came up with it. I certainly haven't heard of it. But he came up with with an epiphany where he said, look, the left is afraid of ideas, Okay, so get that. He, the left is afraid of ideas. Meaning the idea of, let's say, that maybe uh, a woman's right to choose is not necessarily so sacrosanct. Maybe there are some limitations on that right to choose. Um, and maybe it's not a constitutional right at that. Uh, maybe it's not, it shouldn't be the law of the land. Maybe it's a state-by-state state issue. Maybe it's immoral to have an abortion at any point. But certainly, there, might, there should be some limitations. That's an idea that they're afraid of, right? Likewise, they're, they're, they're afraid of the idea of lower taxes and, and fewer regulations. They are afraid of that because, well, it, it might change their entire world of view, right? They're afraid of the idea of capitalism. They love socialism, they don't, they don't know why. They've been told it's great. By you know uh, professors with the uh, patches in their sweaters and such, and it makes them feel very important and intelligent, but they don't have the slightest clue what socialism is. Uh, likewise, they, they they they've decided to demonize capitalism, but they don't know. I mean, had they looked around, they would see that the, the reason why they enjoy so many of the benefits that they do with the iPhones and all the technology and the air conditioning and the airplanes and well, of course, I don't need to repeat all these things to you. Um, is because of capitalism. But that's an idea they, they don 't want to confront they're afraid of this idea. not only this, and this is where i 'm taking it one step further, but really it's it's devin's uh, concept I would say that they they <laughs> it's one thing to ignore it with blinders on i you know that that, that that is true, but it's another thing where they actively set about to block ideas So the very concept of um, presenting them with so-called the, the so-called disinformation of Hunter Biden, for example, in the laptop, right? That that itself, you know, they want to block that, and that's exactly what happened, right? Twitter and all social media blocked, literally blocked information regarding Hunter Biden. Um, other things that they're blocking: inflation, uh, what's happening with inflation? It's spiraling out of control. We all know that. Uh, it's going to last for a long time. They say it's transitory when they are finally confronted with it. Um, any any thoughts that you have that they're otherwise blocking as well?
1: Um, yeah, they're blocking, or even back to the abortion thing, is they're blocking that entire idea of okay, why would someone be against it, and why would what actually is going on? In the abortion, because I used to be pro-choice, um, like I think everyone is. I was a liberal, and then I did research, and it always happens where I know everything, and then I start to do research to prove everyone else wrong. He's a total idiot, and then it turns out I'm the dumb one, and I've just learned something, and it's humiliating, but it's a wonderful process where, like, I'm not. You can ask any idea, or bring up any idea, and I'm not afraid of it.
0: Well, it's interesting you say about the abortion thing because uh, remember there was a time, and I think it's still happening now. Like uh, they. they Want to preclude people from discussing what your baby looks like, right? That's blocking information, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Here's, you know, before you have an abortion, you, you'd be required to get more information about where your baby is at this moment and get a sonogram, for example. Here's, here's what this, this fetus or this clump of cells, you believe to be, uh, looks like right now in your womb, um, that's information that they want to block. So that's what they've done. So there's no help whatsoever about alternatives to an abortion, for example, uh, giving up the baby for adoption um, or anything else. So or getting married to the person who knocked you up.
1: I think that's actually just to add to that is like their their idea and their position is so weak that literally a clump of cells. Could completely destroy it if you actually showed them that clump of cells they want to kill yeah. that 's going to completely destroy a lot of their arguments yeah, right great there. point,
0: great point yeah. uh, here's some other ideas that they 're blocking <laughs> that the southern border has gotten totally out of control, it is just seamless it 's like they i mean just cascading it's the dike is broken the the levee has broken as it were, and you know, now they want to open it up even more so by lifting Title 42, which would mean something on the order of 18,000 illegals a day. Not a year, not a week, not a month, a day. I'm surprised it's, you know, I mean, you divide that by 24 for per hour and it's pretty frightening even in of itself. Can I add a question to that? Yeah, yeah like,
1: sure. Um, like with the border, they say, okay, we're, we care about, and they always get very technical and racist, the color of the person, they call it the brown people, which sounds racist to me. Right. But then, okay, 18,000 people, if I'm in a new country and I don't know the culture that well or very much speak the language, I would be completely screwed. How? What's going on? Where are these people sleeping? Where are they eating? Where are they getting clothes and laundry? They don't, I never heard that idea being talked about.
0: Well, yeah, well, you're, you're so right, uh, but we're talking about blocking. And, and when they say, oh, you're afraid of the brown people, right, yeah. a, I mean, there's, a, there's a characterization. And telling you what you believe, right, right? That, what we started off in the beginning of this podcast. Uh, it's not, they, they don't ask you what you believe. They tell you what you believe. And, and and that's such a great example. And they do so in this particular case, uh, trying to put you on your heels to be defensive. No, no, no. I I I I would apply that to anybody coming across. Well, but the fact is, uh, Mr. Goodman and Mr. Lurie, uh, that that almost all of them, ninety-nine percent of them, are are people with brown skin, and that's the real reason. Why. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so you're telling me that if a bunch of Europeans, Ukrainian or French or or, or otherwise. Well, we all hate the French, so let's just you know that's not a good example. But I I think liberals and left, you know, and conservatives alike agreed that no French people should come into the country. Um, I'm just kidding, French people. I speak French, so lay off. Um, So, but if you had 18,000 people from Europe a day from whatever country in Europe, I'd say that's not cool either. I I mean, look, I mean, here I am. Defending their crazy argument about us. So, so they, they push back and they try to block the ideas. Here's another example uh, that, that crime has spiked because of liberal policies. That, that is so obvious. It's so clear. But they, they block that. The idea that it's, that it's happening, I mean, when, when you talk to a lefty about why do you think crime is happening, uh, they'll say, well, it's COVID related. Okay. And then you say, how so? And they'll say, well, it is. Because they heard Jen Psaki and others from the Biden administration uh, say exactly that. So they figure, well, there's a cause and effect there somehow. And, um, you know, very smart people have told me this. So I'm going to go with them. Or there's another reason, too, actually. It's because of Trump.
1: And he left office. (laughs) And then in the year that he left office, all the horrible, evil things that Trump did have finally come to fruition. Ah. And... Unfortunately, that's a high crime rate that Trump caused, not while he was in office, but a year
0: later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great day. Oh, my gosh. Um, the, here's another idea. I mean, the, these are more global ideas, but the idea of checks and balances, right? I mean, right, right now, we're seeing uh, an effort to filibuster, to get rid of the filibuster, which is a good check on the balance of power, uh, we're also seeing how they want to, um, pack the court, the Supreme court, uh, which would of course affect the, the balance of power and the checks and balances that we enjoy so much. Um, they want to, that uh, change to the, the court.
1: One of yeah. the, um, one of the ideas they're afraid with in the Supreme court is even knowing the difference between a male and a female yes. that even in now is an idea they're terrified of as shown by the newest Supreme court justice.
0: Yeah. Well, wow, that's a great, great point that, that, that idea that a man, I mean, it's something that it's so transparently obvious that there's a man and there's a woman. And, and I, I just wish, I think it was Marshall Blackburn who asked that delicious question. Yeah. It was really great. And then she said, uh, you know, I'm not a biologist. I mean, what, what a retarded response, <laughs> but anyway, what, 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 why not? I mean, look, I'm, I, I'm a lawyer, so I like to set things up you know, for the follow-up question. So I would have, like, are you a woman? Um, And then if she says yes, then, you know, ask the following question and so on. Anyway, she said no, as we all know. Um, I'm not a biologist, so she demurred to the question. And then she could have said, are you a woman? Right? How about that? That would be a great response. Well, yes, I am. And then she would say, why? What makes you a woman? And then she would have to say something like, well, I identify as a woman, and I, my experiences as a woman. Why? What, 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 what is that identification? It would drive her nuts, and we would all be laughing hysterically. But it didn't happen that way. But, but still, it was ridiculous as it, as it was. So thanks for that point. Um, look, um, how about the idea of, uh, speaking about checks and balances, right? So they also want to get rid of the Senate, because according to AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, that itself, she's discovering, and she's pounding the table as she does it. It does not uh, is it's not democratic. You know how could it be that every state has two representatives when there's so many more people, for example, in California than there are in Montana? She's just discovering this now. You know, all 31 years of her idiot. I mean, she's like, there's a reason why. Why don't you look at the history books, lady? Yeah, really. I I, I just I, I really. I, somebody should interview her at one point and say, can I just ask you a couple questions about American history? Well, okay. When did America declare independence? I'd like, I'd like to ask that question. As you know, my fellow listeners, I'm always fascinated about the response of young people to that one question. And they get it wrong, unless they're conservatives. If, they, if they're liberal, they do not know the answer. They just, it doesn't matter what school they went to either, by the way, Harvard, Stanford, and so on. They don't know. These guys, it's it's like oh yeah, it's you might as well be asking them um, precisely how many rings are there around Saturn, right? I mean that's as you're asking them what when America declared independence, what year is as relevant as how many rings there are around Saturn to them. Right. It, it doesn't affect their daily lives, and right? that's
1: exactly true, where it's, it's not like they don't really know it's said, it's irrelevant, it, irrelevant. Irrelevant, yeah. yeah. It, they just don't That's like one of uh, Devin's
0: tough words, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah.
1: I want to add an L to it, that's my <laughs> thing, you know? Like, don't, <laughs> but it, and it's, that's the sad thing, where, once not you want to know about your country? Like, isn't it interesting?
0: They, they want to block it, that's the whole point. Yeah. They want to block history. That, right. that, speaking about ideas, and blocking those ideas we're seeing a a very concerted effort to not teach about American history. They are instead, to the extent they teach any history at all, they want to teach it from the CRT point of view, critical race theory point of view, that everything revolves around race, that's what CRT is, uh, and that our country was founded in 1619 with the first uh, slaves arrival, and that's what America is all about. So so not only do they block it, but they also alter it in that case. Uh, but they want you to be totally disinterested in history. History is irrelevant. That's um, a word I can pronounce. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. I have my word. Uh, what is it? Rural. I have a tough time saying yeah. that word. Yeah. Rural. Uh-huh. I, I said it okay now, but generally yeah. speaking, it's a little difficult for me. Okay. Uh, they can't stand the idea um, when things don't go totally their way. Right? I mean, the, the abortion debate, um, they, whenever... <laughs> Whenever there is a decision by the Supreme Court that goes against I think Dennis Prager brought this up recently when it goes against them uh, they are they, they think that the Supreme Court is you know nine white men at least until recently you know deciding this is so undemocratic it 's ridiculous. Why do they get to say all the, you know how we should live our lives uh, but when it 's a decision like gay marriage um where, where you know of course roe v wade in in 1973 well then it's a sacrosanct institution right i mean it, it it's only good when they get their way right right so they you know the tantruming and everything else or even
1: vaccines like my body my choice and then now with roe v yes. wade it's like you've got to kind of but if you're not listening to ideas if you're not listening to the other side you can go any way you want because you're you don't have to think about yeah. it
0: well, speaking of that, so that, that's another example that they don't want to, uh, you know, confront the idea that the vaccines might actually have some side effects. There's some serious questions about it. Uh, the German study now showed that uh, the number of side effects were 40 times as uh, worse than they thought it was. Oh, dear uh, yeah, it really, it's, and, it's, and that was a survey of not like 40 people, but 40,000 people. It was a huge number of people. Uh, so they, they've got some uh, problems on their hands. And of course it, it would. I mean, it's not... Not unreasonable to to expect that there are side effects, but they want they want to pretend there are no side effects at all. They they not once did they mention any, anything about side effects. Whereas when, whenever you see these other things on, on TV, they're required to list you know with a, a clear uh, strong voice. Uh, do not try a Cialis unless you know whatever you're otherwise in health or whatever whatever the uh, prescription drug might be. Um, side effects include this: uh, depression, uh, you know, uh, suicidal thoughts, and uh, you know, uh, self uh, mutilation, whatever it might be. And and suddenly they want to pretend as though there are no side effects to this vaccine, none. Yeah. And and that that's interesting to me that they never even explore. You would think they would at least come out and say. Look the side effect of this is that you might have nausea for a while, but it's it's you know it's not at all permanent, and otherwise you might you might have dry mouth i don't know whatever it is, but this is somehow the perfect uh, drug, perfect right even though it was rushed through right um, and you could say, well, it was necessary for emergency purpose. okay fine I'm not talking about that, <laughs> all the more reason why there are probably uh, symptoms, so not only do they not want to talk about the adverse effects uh people maybe even dying from from these vaccines uh, or having permanent other issues um but they don't they want to not even talk about any adverse effects uh any side effects whatsoever so you know they they, they give you the hand they block it all together so you should raise an eyebrow or two or in and. uh Devin's case, uh, one eyebrow because it's one big, (laughs) one big eyebrow there.
1: Or the question also is like, what? Like you have a cost-benefit analysis. Like this is going to happen. This is not. And like then it, I don't know. It just it seems like if that's your biggest threat, is like you have this manic idea that no, no, everything's good, and every time I gamble, I'm always going to win. Like when has that ever made a person like actually stronger, improved their life when they're completely like? will turn away from any possibility of harm.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. Well, just wrapping up on the vaccine and the yep. therapeutics and the COVID, uh, you know, they, they they blocked any discussion about it coming from a lab, right? They blocked any discussion that uh, Fauci and et al uh, may have been involved in the uh, mutations of the, um, of the virus. They blocked any discussion that therapeutics such as... Um, uh, hydroxychloroquine and zinc, and uh, ivermectin, of course, that they might work. They blocked all those things. They also, of course, blocked um, the uh, the notion that, that uh, it's okay to maybe just continue our, our world as it was uh, so that we don't have to utterly destroy our economy. They blocked all those things. They also blocked uh, the final study from Johns Hopkins, which showed that um, at best... Uh, in terms of numbers of lives saved as a result of the shutdown, at best, it was 0.2 of a percent
1: uh,
0: of lives saved. So we, sh- we shut down the entire world's economy, lives ruined, businesses ruined, uh, depression increased, suicides, child abuse, uh, drug abuse, uh, uh, spousal abuse for that matter, uh, and all the other permutations, including inflation and, and uh, the supply chain and people moving right and left. But it was all worth it for the sake of maybe 0.2% of a difference on the total number of deaths. Oh, God. Right? So just to keep that in perspective, so let's say 0.2 of uh, a million is what, uh, 20,000 people? Right? Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Because, no, no. 200,000, 20,000, yeah. Yeah? Okay. So so, 2% of a million would be 20,000. You're right. Okay. So, yeah. So that's 2%. Yeah. So point two would be two thousand.
1: Oh Jesus!
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, two thousand. So it be so for the sake. So we saved, and, and, and there were not even a million people who died in America, at least. Right. Uh, from this virus. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. So it's it's at best we saved, you know, less than two thousand people at best, and that's constraining. I mean, you're really stretching the argument as to why it might have been. Right. But there's there's no proof at all. And on the contrary, uh, the evidence now reveals that. Nothing has happened, there's been no benefit to the shutdown. We didn't and, and I've said this time and time again, because you know how I, I always think inversely, and what do I mean by that? You would think, meaning that the, the, the dog that's not barking, you would think that after two years, and now we're reopening the economy and everything else and airports and, and so on, travel, uh, that someone would say, like the White House, you know. Uh, it's been two long years. It's been very painful for some of us. I, I totally get it. It's been really hard on us all. But the sacrifice was worth it. We estimate that we saved X number of lives. Okay? Yeah. Where is that conversation? Who is saying that? Nobody. Zero people. Yeah. Bubkis as we say in Yiddish. Nada as they say in Spanish. Where's the
1: parade? Yeah. Like, there should be, like, in every other thing, like yeah. Afghanistan. Like, don't you usually have parades <laughs> when the like, heroes come home? Like, I, COVID, that, too? Where's our
0: parade? Yeah. Where is anyone patting himself on the back? Nobody. Not not from Fauci? Not from the president? Not from... And nobody. I mean, what they're saying is we're getting vaccines out there and we're rolling that out, but that doesn't. the vaccines are apparently of, of no effect whatsoever. Uh, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's, uh, it so that's, that's the example I'm talking about. And they're hiding that information as well. They're blocking that information to, to use uh, to jump from your previous point as well. Right. So and, and then, of course, there's the censorship going on, social media. Um, and they, they feel like they, they need to protect the public from such things, whatever it might be, the therapeutics and everything else. They, they say that they're protecting the public. They're not. Um, Instead, they're making fools of themselves and creating many more conservatives than ever. They they don't realize the impact. They they think that uh, you can just tell people what to think and they'll just absorb it. You're, You're good to go right so that's interesting to me and they totally infantilize their people
1: like wasn't i'm sure one of the arguments or it could have been i'm just making this up now that we don't want to have women have higher education because you know it might scare them or it might hurt them these ideas are bad for women or these ideas are bad for certain minorities they're always bringing up because that might like you know their their minds are not capable of it how how horribly like just like like um I'm like I, I can't think of the word, but you're totally infantilizing yourself and the population. Yeah. And that's that's scary. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I really I don't like that idea, what you just said. That's and awesome. and let, me, let me tell you why I don't like it. Yeah. Because I didn't think of it. <laughs> 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 no, but you're right. They they infantilize. Um and, and they think that, okay, well, you'll tell them it's uh, you know, Tuesday today when it's really Wednesday, uh and then you know, uh, two hours later, you tell them that it's Friday and they'll say, OK, well, you'll accept that, too. And then you'll say that it's Wednesday uh, and, and, and you just think that they'll accept it. Th- this is this is the way of the left. And I and it, it is infantilizing them. The good news is we have a system uh, of uh, of elections whereby the people get to voice their displeasure. And you would think they would they would listen because the voices are loud and clear that they are really pissed off. Uh, at the left, generally speaking, the their parents are tired of uh, being abused, um, and uh, and otherwise the inflation and the supply chain and and being shut in w- with no real explanation as to what benefit it was providing. You would think, uh, and and, and they are explaining, they are expressing themselves. Um, we you know the, the Virginia governor race for example uh, a few months ago. Um, we now know from Ohio. Uh, my good friend, Josh Mandel, who was running, he was in the lead until Trump gave his endorsement to uh, yeah. J.D. Vance. And I'm not, you know, I'm not upset with Trump. I'm not upset with uh, J.D. Vance. I mean, I, I, look, I'm sure Vance is going to be a good conservative. I just I like Josh Mandel. I think he's the he would have been a far better senator. But, you know, it is what it is. But the point I'm trying to make now is that it only he won from being a distant third, maybe even even a fourth, meaning Vance I'm talking about, and he won because of Trump's endorsement. That, that changed everything. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why Trump endorsed him and not Josh Mandel yeah. is because Mandel was gonna win. That's and true. if he was gonna win, and let's say Josh Mandel won, yeah. okay? It, it, indeed with Trump's endorsement, then, uh, people will say, well, Josh he, Josh Mandel won because Josh Mandel was Josh Mandel. Uh, and he's a, a great candidate. That's the reason why. It had nothing to do with Trump. Uh, so this, you know, Trump was kind of proving that his name was the reason why Vance won. Right. So he took this guy who was fourth in place, said, he's my man. He's a Trump man. Right. When oddly enough, he wasn't. He wasn't right. as much as Josh Mandel was. And Vance wins. Yeah. So... One thing that's very clear: people like Trump, yeah. uh, and and Trump is going to be a big, big factor. And he gets to go on the pulpit now and say, "You, you saw how low uh, he was in the polls. I, I endorsed him. He won. It's all good." Yeah. You know, and, and he's, he'd be right.
1: And that's another thing where they're trying to do with like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Trump is no, no. Let's make it so people don't even get a choice, which is somehow democratic. And we're going to take them off the ballot and preclude them from ever running. Which is, in their mind, democratic in the way they do that. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's so true. Uh, yeah. Again, it's about blocking. Right. Right? So they're all about blocking. You can I mean,
1: argue an idea, yeah. but why would you want to do that if you could just block out the idea? And, you know, because you're right and you know it.
0: Yeah. But in the meantime, they want to impose, uh, you know, all these restrictions on concepts and ideas like therapeutics, right? And the, the vaccine might have, have adverse effects. The vaccine, uh, as the virus may have come from a lab. Uh, the shutdown will work. Um, th- there is no problem with the, uh, the, the border. All the things we just talked about. That on the one hand, right? On the other hand, they're happy to impose horrible ideas on your kids, right? Okay. Th- th- that they're good with. <laughs> but, but your kids, th- what they're doing is they're grooming your kids, with crazy notions of uh, all the many ways of chasing your orgasms, sex toys. That's okay. No problem there. They don't have to block that at all. And and not only that, but they want to force that on you. Whether you like it or not, they're mandating that on you. That's that's the evil of the left. The evil. That, that, That they would do that knowing that the parents are against it. They know better than your parents. Okay, so the blocking in this case, the parents, the wishes of the parents, and for that matter, the innocence of the children themselves, that's that's unacceptable to me. It's unacceptable to many conservatives, and I think unacceptable to the vast majority of Americans. And that's why Youngkin won. Uh, you know, they can say that it's not because of Trump, but it was. It, people are fed up with the left. They are going. They have gone way too far. They are clearly going for a total power grab. The election was stolen. We now know that. Um, there's a great movie, 2,000 Mules. I'm going to see it. Um, I, but I've already kind of uh, culled a lot of the evidence, and I'm, I'm convinced that not only was it stolen, but it was stolen by a lot. Um, the two, it, putting aside all the anomalies, which were would be enough to to make you conclude that something, the jig is up, right? So, you know, they, these guys are clearly uh, stealing something. I, I, was, I always liken it to... Um, you know, too many things. A woman catches, uh, she doesn't quite catch her man uh, cheating on her. But one day, you know, he, he comes kind of too late. He doesn't answer his phone calls as often as he used to. In fact, very infrequently. And he seems to be not answering it between 7 and 9.30 at night, every night consistently. Okay, so she's, you know, no big deal, right? It's it's just an anomaly, you would say. <laughs> and then, you know, he comes back home at, at you know, nine forty-five one time, and and he's got lipstick on his side of his face, and he says, "Oh, well, that's can needs to be explained. Oh, what is that? Oh, I fell, I fell on a, a lipstick, uh, uh, whatever you call it, you know, thing, and it, it kind of smeared my face. I, I didn't realize it even that I fell on that. Yeah, you know, it, and then over and over again, like nineteen other t- nineteen other small things like that. She doesn't catch him specifically sleeping in bed with another woman. No, no, no." But all these other things, that, you know, and, and then finally, I, I can give, I, I don't want to bore our listeners with all the other little things that she catches, um, but, and, and then an email to this a mysterious woman named Jane, um, and with a lot of great language, you know, loving language. But this seems to be from you. Oh, no, no, no. Somebody hacked my email, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, all those things, and not one of them can really rationally be explained, but then there's 19 of them. Right. Why do I say 19? Because I think it's like 18 out of the 19 anomalies. Okay. Uh, and, and sorry, um, and, and the counties that were all bellwether counties, for example. So yeah. anyway, you get the idea. And to, um,
1: if, just to add to that, like for the liberals, and it's a little life advice for liberals, not conservatives because we know, but if someone is stealing and they say it's on your behalf, but you're not in on the theft, <laughs> it's not going to go well for you. Because they're saying it's for you, but they're also thieves and liars. So that might turn against you just saying that.
0: They claim to love a democracy. Uh, yeah. First of all, the they, AOC and the likes uh, of her uh, seem to not understand that we are a republic. I mean, that's the reason why I don't think she knows what year America declared independence either. But she keeps on – like she's fascinated with this horrible notion that you know, – two things. The Electoral College, that's not democratic at all. She's right. But that's, that would be cute if we were a democracy. It's, it's not. We're a republic. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't get that through her really stupid head. And then the Senate thing, that the Senate is not uh, democratic. She's right about that, too. But that's our system. And, that's, and we like that system. Thank you very much. she doesn't like it, go to a pure democracy. There ain't no such thing. But go, go for it, baby. And if
1: she wanted it, she shouldn't be a representative. Yes. A representative represents the votes. It's not every vote independent.
0: She would lose a job. <laughs> all right, so uh, that is—that's more to the point of, about how they block, block, block all the time, and yet, and then otherwise force their ideas on you. They, there, there's nothing that they want that they won't force upon us. There's no—there's no such thing as, well, do it if you like. Okay, uh, they want to force indiscriminate um, uh, education of sex upon our children. They want to completely um, de-demonize anything about abortion, abortion on demand at any stage of your pregnancy, and maybe even kill your baby uh, within a reasonable amount of time after the baby is born. Um, so, so that would make it seem so you know, innocuous if you just killed your baby um, at four months uh, of pregnancy. Well, I didn't kill this baby. Uh, and of course, they don't use that phrase. Um, I didn't abort this baby, uh, you know, nine months into it. So I'm a good person. I mean, but but they want to take out the morality altogether. They want to make it seem as if, you know, getting rid of your baby is just, you know, like uh, getting rid of a wart. Um, it's unwanted, and, and that's the way it is. They they have no respect for life. It, that, that that's that's the bottom line of it.
1: And one of the, the things they're doing with children and instilling sex in them and abortion, and I've spoken to many women who that's their main issue, is abortion. But isn't that sad that, like, your politics is your main issue, is your main value? Not truth, not integrity. It's like, and they want to instill that in children. No, uh, who you have sex with, your pleasure in having sex, which does wane after with different partners or wane just over time, that's your highest value. That's the thing that matters the most
0: yeah you want to traumatize and um and destroy children's uh, lives um, and distort their their adulthoods uh, later on this is what you do you you distort their their understanding of sex uh you make uh, i mean there's nothing that could be more uh destructive of uh, of a children's of a child's innocence than teaching them about sex too early um, you know even <laughs> I have a young boy who's you know, not quite 10 yet, and he still holds up his hands to block out any images of, of a man and woman kissing. You know, I don't think he even likes it when they hold hands. He, he's grossed out by the whole thing. And, and you want to force him, force him to learn about penises and vaginas and, and sex toys and, and different kinds of sexual identities. He doesn't know what sex is. He doesn't even know, how, I mean, he doesn't even know how kids are, are made. That's the amazing thing about it. And this is what they want to do. No, no, sir. I, I I will move out of California. In fact, I have uh, bec- just to protect the innocence of my children. Yeah. And that's they're going to a school where I don't have to worry uh, about them doing that. You know, teaching them this crap. So I, it's one thing to live in, a, in an environment where there's too many homeless, which is you know a danger to my kids as well. There's too much crime. That's a danger to my kids as well. I can somehow deal with that. But you, you get into my kid's brain and you expose them to this sort of sexual stuff and I have to worry about that every day that they go to school here in California? No, sir. I'm out. Don't you dare, dare teach this to my kids. And I know I speak for everyone in my, in my listenership here. Um, I, I want to talk about this uh, recent leak um, from the Supreme Court. Now, it's fascinating, isn't it? Uh, Devin, because this, uh, you know, everyone, the talking points now are, well, it was probably almost certainly a liberal clerk who uh, divulged it to Politico, who in turn exposed it to everyone else. And and maybe this was designed to get the conversation rolling or to otherwise pressure uh, the justices to realize, you know, they're going to be in trouble if they don't change their minds. Oh, no, no, we didn't mean that. And now we have to change it. You know, we cave into the mob. You know, maybe. I, I don't think that. I don't think that that clever. I don't think a, a clerk said, "I'm going to do this, and this will in turn lead to the possibility of a new bill with filibustering being challenged." And I, I don't see that. It's it's too. It's too complicated. Not realistic. Uh, I don't care why he released it. I do know that he thought he was doing God's work by releasing it. By somehow causing damage to the justices and hoping that somehow some big change will happen if he blows up, so to speak, the building. Um, he doesn't know. It's like the, the Michael Moore comment when, when he's asked, well, and he was supporting uh, Occupy Wall Street, and he said that reporter asked him, okay, so you want to get rid of capitalism, right? Yes. Uh, what What do you want to replace it with? And he says, I don't know. We'll think of something, right? I mean, it's, it's right there on, on video. It's, it's hysterical. And I think that's what this guy felt. So I don't really care about him. I hope he goes to jail. I, at the very least, I hope he gets disbarred, assuming he's an attorney. Um, but more important is the actual substance of the opinion itself. I do think that it's going to be more or less the final version. I do think that it's going to be hopefully a 6-3 decision, but at least a 5-4 decision. And... Uh, Roe v. Wade will no longer be the law of the land, likewise with Casey. We're all happy about that. You and I are happy about that. Um, but, you know, here's an example of what the left thinks of us versus what we actually believe. They think that we want to uh, keep women in, in their homes and barefoot in whatever in the kitchen and uh, shut up and just be mommy and pop up the babies and don't live your own independent lives and we want to rob you from your desires to be a career woman and have it all, right? Okay, that's what they think. I I know because they've told me, you know, directly to my face. Um, So there's so many things wrong about this. First of all, lost in all the conversation is what's actually going to happen. What's actually going to happen is that the decision to have uh, abortion as a legal enterprise will be given to the states. And they, in turn, can decide, you know, at what point... Will it be illegal? So some states will say three months. I assume some people. Some states will say four months. Some maybe even say a heartbeat law. Fine, whatever. Some people will say that it's illegal at any time after conception. It's a state a states' rights thing. It's as simple as that. They the, the, the point, and this is the main issue to me. I think the real reason, and because you're going to hear a lot of things, and this is my different take that I was telling you about in the very beginning of the show this podcast, it's not so much that it's a question of federalism versus whether it should be the judicial uh, courts that, that bothers the left. It doesn't bother them at all in that regard. They, they, they can't even articulate it. Uh, we would argue that it never belonged in the Supreme Court in the first place, and we'd be right. It, w- it should have been a legislative matter you know, if they wanted to federalize the issue, they, but they were too cowardly in 1973 nobody wanted to touch it because it was too toxic at the time and so they said supreme court handle it and they're unelected right and they're there for life so they 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 wouldn't have to worry about being reelected so they made this law but that's not the reason why the left is so upset that they should be okay with this they should be able in a sense you know okay so 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 what you know, this or, Most of the states will allow abortion of some kind or the other. There'll be some sort of restrictions, but a lot of them will be very expensive, and some of them will not be so expensive. And this garbage about, oh, well, uh, we're concerned about a woman not being able to cross state lines because she can't afford it. It's always this marginal character that they've never interviewed at all. It's just like the black, people who, the black person who allegedly can't get an ID, right? It's exactly the same thing. Uh, and this woman never had sex. It was like an
1: immaculate conception that <laughs> impregnated her. That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And she was raped. And then it was also for her mental health and for physical health. You know, there's always that. It, it's, it's always these kind of abstract things that, that are never actually part of reality. The reality is that women are having abortions right and left as a form of contraception, of, of birth control, not con- contraception, as, as a form of birth control. And and it's by the way it's wild in in Europe, especially in the Eastern European countries. the 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 woman uh, the average woman in Romania, I believe it is, has an average of six to seven abortions a, uh, a, in her life. Yeah, oh so it's pretty crazy. Um, but uh, moving past that, the point is that that's not really what they're upset about. They're not fretting for the sake of that one, you know, fourteen year old girl who now has to live with this baby. Uh, because she lives in Mississippi and they don't allow abortions in Mississippi. Never mind she could get you know, funding from Planned Parenthood who would be more or less uh, very happy to ship her off in a bus or otherwise. It's, it's never an emergency, right? I mean, you're talking about nine months uh, by which you, you can have that abortion, apparently, in some states. Uh, but even three months. Uh, okay, you know, you're pregnant. You take a bus on Greyhound or otherwise and you cross a state line to an abortion-friendly state, uh, as it were. And that's what's going to happen. So it's not really the issue. Here's the issue. The reason why they're so upset is that they are changing the notion of abortion as a sacrosanct right. That it is somehow a holy thing. And they don't even believe in God, so that's another story. But they want to make it as sacrosanct as free speech. That's what they have come to believe that that it's so important. Your right to kill a baby is just as important as your right to free speech, to bear arms, um, to be free from in, you know unreasonable search and se- seizure, to have a trial by jury, right? Uh, to to not uh, have cruel and unusual punishment. All the things in the Ten Amendments, uh, the um, uh, the Bill of Rights. They, they that's how it is. That we are we are now demoting. The notion of abortion from a sacrosanct right to just a law, no different than speeding, no different than, you know, this year's uh, decision about what amount of taxes you should pay or when you should water your lawn. Suddenly it's been demoted to that. And that, that they can't abide. And also to,
1: I I think he said like as equal as freedom of speech, which they want to completely block, the right to bear arms, which they want to completely block, not to get too much into January 6th, but they're really not into trial by jury or like (laughs) cruel and unusual punishment as well. They want that to be the only right. If we can kill our pre-born young or even just born young, then that's life will be perfect or ironically life will, you know, and that's
0: the only thing that matters. You're so right. You hit it on the head. And in fact, it's, it's more important as a right than free speech, than gun, you know, the right to bear arms and all those things. They want it to be the ultimate right. And that's what they're really pissed off about. And, and, and it's, it's very interesting, Devin, because abortion, if, you, if, if they got their way, you know, and they, we would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you darn kids, right? <laughs> if they got their way on abortion, uh, and if, if it truly was you know, uh, the, exactly what they wanted, not, not even Roe v. Wade territory, meaning that you could have an abortion all the way through any time during your pregnancy, like we talked about, and even past the pregnancy, um, that would be their Hail Mary of, of utopia. Not because they like killing babies. No, no, it's, this is not about killing babies, although they are killing babies. It's about accountability. It's about responsibility. Because if you can tell... A woman that she doesn't need to concern herself about the life within her, then anything goes. Anything.
1: Right. If actions have consequences.
0: Yeah, th- that's the point. Actions have consequences, and you can you can tell the world that there's no accountability. And when you when you promise somebody no accountability, that, that is a dream come true to most people. Have as much sex as you like, drug it up as you please, right? Smoke it up, drink it up, take on life as you please. But, but you have to live your life the way we tell you, right? You'll have this kind of car that doesn't have this kind of a mission. And you'll live in this kind of city block where, where you can only, you're not even, you're not going to have a lawn. You're not going to have a place to, to, to travel to. You can't go uh, on an airplane, but you can have as much sex as you like and you can, You can go crazy about it. The last thing we want you to do is to worry during that heightened moment of sexuality and and fun times and impulses, flying in the air and hormones and everything else. The last thing we want you to worry about is about whether or not you'd be responsible for a baby. We'll take care of that for you too. That is the quid pro quo that's going on. And that is why the left is so hostile to this change about it's gone from a sacrosanct right and that's somehow given by God, no less, because the rights of the Constitution are given by God, as we believe,
1: right.
0: um, to a simple law, no different than what days you can water your lawn. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Devin, thank you so much for being with us on the Barack Larry podcast today. You, you always bring some great insights, and in. I so appreciate how you talk about how they're so afraid of ideas because. Boy, oh boy, you were so right about this. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. This is so much fun. We'll do it again. All right, my friends, uh, Brock Lurie signing off, saying God bless. And we'll talk with you next week.